I'm going to be sharing with you how one niche property side hustle. Okay. That's the important one there. It's a niche property, but it was all built on the side, how it turned into $58,000. Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another podcast episode, another coffee talk, depending on if you are watching this or listening to this. But I am fired up today because, well, we're going to hit on a lot of different areas of this whole building niche properties for people that are thinking to themselves, I don't know if I have enough time. Uh, I don't really know if my niche is right yet. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to dedicate all of the time that's necessary to do this. I'm not really sure that I want to wait that long. I'm a little bit impatient, like all of those things. If that's you, if that's you listening right now, uh, well, you're going to want to pay attention here because this one here might motivate you, inspire you, but also allow you to see what is possible even if you are only doing this part-time. Because let's face it, my audience from back in the day of the Amazing Seller podcast, uh, a lot of people were building Amazon businesses and e-commerce businesses. And uh, this here, building a niche property can support that, can help that. But also it's something that if you just want to build one of these on the side and just maybe spend a couple hours a week, two, three hours a week, you can. And over time, that thing's going to build into a piece of digital real estate that we potentially can sell, or we can hold it just like you would a piece of rental property and earn you know, I always shoot for $1,000 per month uh, on one of these niche properties, but that can be grown, okay? That can be grown to $2,000, $5,000. I've seen them as high as $25,000, $30,000 from one of these niche properties, even if you don't have physical products, even if you don't have any other products to sell, just by leveraging an ad network. So today, what we're going to be talking about, though, and I'm going to be sharing with you is how one niche property side hustle, okay? That's the important one there. It's a niche property, but it was all built on the side, how it turned into $58,000, all right? One payday of $58,000 that was sold, and I'll, I'll kind of break that all down and kind of explain what that looks like. But the other thing that I didn't even put into that, uh, that little title there for you was that the site is actually earning over $1,250. Yeah, that's right, $1,250. Yeah, $1,250 per month. Okay. Now let's kind of break this thing down. All right. And like I said, I, I, I really want to hit on the, the person that's listening to this that's saying, I don't have enough time. If you have, let's say that you have three hours a week. Okay. Three hours a week is all that you would need in order to build one of these. All right. Now, let me ask you this also. If you were able to put in three hours a week, okay, and let's just say that you were going to just invest your time, no money at this point, really, other than the startup, which is going to be under a hundred bucks to build the thing. And you're going to write the content yourself, but you were going to be able to devote a three hours a week. And honestly, once you get this thing up and running, and if you had a writer do it, you paid them a little bit, you'd probably spend less than that, maybe an hour per week, but you're able to get this thing up 
to making over $1,250 or 20, yeah, $1,250 per month passively. And you can then turn around and sell that thing for $58,000. Would you be willing to do that? It's kind of like the stock market. Like people are always like stock market is like sit and wait, right? Like put the money in and walk away. I'm not talking waiting 30 years. I'm saying, what if, what if it was two years, right? What if it was two years to get you to that place? Would you do it? Would it be worth it for you to invest a little bit of time or Maybe you got a little bit extra resources and you want to put a little bit more money into it and do less time because maybe you can, like for me right now, I'm spending less than an hour per week, you know, basically just doing some keyword research and then having my, my writers handle the rest. So would you be willing to do that? That's what I would love for you to answer. Now, you're not going to be able to answer me unless you're on here live. And if you're not, if you're listening to this in the podcast, you can just answer that question to yourself. Would you be willing to do it? Okay. Some people are gonna be like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm too impatient. I don't want to put money in. A lot of people don't invest in stocks either because they don't want to wait. They don't, they don't want to wait that 20 years, 30 years out. I get it, right? But we all know that when you're sitting there at 50, 60 years old and you're like, man, I wish I would have just did that when I was in my 20s. Look where I would be now. Look what I, what would I have had now? Well, I'm saying we don't have to wait for that. Okay, that's what this is like. So this here was a part-time side hustle for this guy. Now, this isn't one of my sites. Actually, I have a site though that is earning over that 1200 I have $1,294 was the actual average of this site. It's actually a little more than 1250 all right? And I have one that is making more than that. And I could sell it for over $50,000 right now, probably closer to $65,000 right now. Uh, but this, you know, for, for this guy, this, this was just a side hustle, okay? Just doing this thing on the side. And so- the next thing I want to point out here, and this is what he had did, was he picked something that he had some knowledge of. He had expertise in, okay? Now, that doesn't mean that you have to, by the way. It could be that you're just interested in this area, into this topic, which I just did a coaching call the other day with a gentleman who does have expertise in something, but doesn't necessarily want to do all the writing. So he's just going to kind of guide the ship, if you will. He's going to be the captain, but he's not going to do all of the stuff that needs to happen when you're sailing a, you know, a, I don't know, sailing a boat, running a boat, driving a boat, whatever it is, right? You get what I'm saying. You could be the captain that just does all of the, the main, you know, uh, coordinates and things like that. Okay, so he does have, or he did have, a, uh, you know, a direction of where he wanted to potentially build this this niche property in. Okay, now he was also thinking, and again, I'm saying he because this is a site that was sold. I found this site that was being sold out there through a broker. And then I just did a deep dive on it. Okay. And that's what's inside of our niche properties insiders. That's something we do every single month inside of brand creators Academy. Again, little shameless plug. If you're interested in joining us inside of the Academy, head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash B C a, you can get all the details there. But what he did was what I always recommend people do. And that is think about creating a resource, a resource for that audience. Okay. For that niche, that's what we're trying to do here is build a resource. Now people think it has to be this elaborate resource with like all of this amazing content, which I think your content should be good, but it doesn't have to be amazing where it's like, so like detailed, it needs to answer questions. If your audience is asking questions about, you know, like say you're into growing palm trees, then there's a lot of questions about palm trees that you're probably going to need to answer. Those are questions that are going to be 
in your resource or basically on your website in your niche property. Okay. And that's exactly what he did. Now, there was a couple of things that he did that later on could hurt you. But as we went through this and did a deep dive, we actually came up with a plan to diversify this and make it so it wasn't so dependent on these, you know, uh, articles that were created, which I'll get into that here in a second. But he created a resource for an audience answering questions. All right. Now, only did one article per week. Okay. Now the site, when it sold was three years and 10 months old. Now I know just from looking at the reports that came out for this site, that it was earning between 1200 and like $1,750 per month. Okay. So the average was $1,294 is what my notes say here, but it was, uh, it had months that it did $1,500. Okay. So that was for 12 months. Now I don't know, cause I can't go back that far. If it was earning a thousand dollars a month, the year before, I don't know that. Right. But let's just say that it wasn't. And let's say it took, uh, a year, uh, let's say it took two years to get to that level. Now, usually when you're, you're at that point, again, if you stay consistent and you're finding the right keywords and all of this, you're, you're putting in that, you're putting out that content, you're going to get to making some money, whether it's a hundred bucks a month, a couple hundred bucks a month. So you still have something that's earning right at this point. Okay. But this guy, his approach was slow and steady. And if you do the math, he had 129 articles posted when this listed for sale, like when it was being sold. If we break that down over, let's call it four years, that's less than one per week. It's like 34, 38, something like that. I did the math before, but I don't have it in front of me per year. Okay. So not even one per week. Okay. So I want you to think about that when you're saying to yourself, well, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this content blitz thing that Scott talks about and do 90 pieces of content in 90 days. I don't know. I can't do that. doesn't mean you have to do that. But what I will say is if you have something and it started and you're learning the process, that's the key word there is learning the process. A lot of people say, well, you know, if I don't, after a year, if I don't make a thousand dollars per month, then it's a failure. It's not. What did you learn? Number one. And what did you build? What did you build? That's going to turn into something. It's like that stock, right? You put it in, you bought the stock today. And really with a stock, a lot of times it can go backwards before it goes forward, right? Well, with this, it really doesn't do that. It's either going to grow, might go down a little bit, but it's going to go back up and usually back down and then back up. It's kind of like the stock market, but I see it as there's more upside. Okay, this and it's a faster road to doing that. Now, I'm not saying don't invest in, you know, IRA and doing any of that stuff. Now, I'm not saying that at all. Like I'm I'm a fan of that as well. What I am saying is it's a lot shorter of a distance, even if you're slow uh at posting content or not doing it as as frequently. Okay. But I would like to say that being consistent is huge, right? Even if you only commit to one. Uh, article per week. Imagine that after a year, you've got 52 pieces of content. The next year you have 104 and so on, right? That's how it can build. And over time, you are going to see that some content is going to perform better than others. That's exactly what happened here, which also leads me to uh, talk about the issue with this site. Okay. And as, if I was buying the site, what would make me a little nervous? Okay. And I'll, I'll go into that here in a second. Let me also just say that this site was doing the time that it sold 60,000 website visitors per month. Okay. 
It was running Mediavine. Okay. Mediavine is an ad network. It's one of the premium ad networks. And uh, it was, again, generating between $1,200 and let's call it $1,700 per month. Okay. And it sold for over $58,000. Okay. Now, this guy could have just held that thing and said, you know what? I'm going to just keep the $1,200 coming in just like, just like a rent check. Okay. Every single month, just have that thing coming in. Right. Cool thing is, though, is. He just wanted to, and we, we don't know why, right? He just wanted to sell it and he got a nice, you know, maybe he wanted to pay for his kid's uh, college tuition. You know, may, maybe that was it. He was going to build this thing. And then after four years, he was going to sell it. That's a great idea, by the way, too. It's a great idea. You know, you build something like this and you get it up to a thousand, two thousand dollars per month and you sell it and you put your kids through college. That's another option. All right. So, but he could have held it. But if it was me, and that's why we did this whole analysis on this site and we broke it all down in our niche properties insider is the one thing that was concerning to me was there was four articles on this site that were getting a bulk of the traffic. And that's something that we look at if we were ever to buy a site, because once you have over a hundred articles on your site, you then can look at the data. You can start to see, oh my gosh, there's, there's some of these articles that are doing pretty well. Well, guess what? There was one of these articles that we found that we could create so many other pieces of content around this, this uh, vein, okay, this keyword vein. And that's exactly what we did in our blueprint. And then personally, what I would do is start going in and really creating more content in these little content clusters or these keyword veins by looking at data that's there now. And then I would want to branch out and not have this content be so dependent on these four different articles out of the 129. The other thing that you can do at this point, which I think is, is awesome, is being able to now look at those pieces of content and going, okay, where are they ranking? How old are they? They're over six months old. How, how are they ranking? Well, let's say they're ranking on page two. And let's say that that keyword, if they were to rank on page one, could potentially get 5,000 visitors per month. And right now I'm only getting 50 visitors per month. Content's already created, but it's on page two. My question would be, can I get that thing to page one? And if so, how, right? And there's various ways of looking at this and, and analyzing this, which I'm not going to go into here, but that's exactly what we did inside of this niche properties insiders too, is we, we looked at it, we found some of this low hanging fruit, and then we would just optimize it. Uh, make it a little bit better, add some backlinks to it coming from internal links, things like that, improving the content, and then trying to bump that up and immediately getting some additional traffic from content that already exists and to diversify that content that's already there driving traffic. So those are some things that we can do once we have this thing built. So a lot of people think like, well, if I right out of the gate, if I, you know, after six months, if I'm not getting, you know, 5,000 page views, then it's a failure. No, it's now it's time to look at the content and go, okay, it's six months has went by. What is ranking? Where is it ranking? How can we bump some of these up a little bit and start to, to dial in that traffic? And then also what can we learn that we're ranking good for and easy for? How can we create more content around that? right? So it's kind of done in stages. Now, this guy here, it looks like he just kind of just did whatever he wanted to do once a week. He just came up with like a new thing that he wanted to talk about because he was in this niche. Okay. It wasn't really so much uh, strategic. Okay. But we found so many, so many different keyword veins that we would go down just by looking at the content that's already on the site and how it is performing. And that leaves clues. 
right? But in the very beginning, we got to start with our basic stuff, like our answering our base questions that we would want to uh, put out there to answer for this, this niche. All right. So whenever you are doing this, you are going to want to look at this as like stages. And Chris Schaefer and I just talked, it's really like 90 day blocks really is kind of how you can look at it as far as like uh, what to work on. And then it's like, after you've been doing it for six months, then we can say, okay, our next 90 days is going to be focusing on this because of the data that we got from the last six months. Right. And that's kind of how you're going to be looking at building these out and making these even better. All right. So that's what we uh, do whenever we're looking at one of these sites. And to me, honestly, like this is a, just a beautiful example of someone that was just kind of like, you know, I think I'm going to start this thing and uh, I'm going to start building it and uh, and we'll see what happens. Right. And here we are. You know, he, he sold this thing for over $58,000, however, however much money that he's collected from rent, let's call it right over $1,200 on average per month for, let's say the past 24 months. Right. So, I mean, the site at the end of the day is probably going to net this guy over a hundred thousand dollars, most likely, um, which is pretty good, you know, not, not too bad. Uh, but the cool thing here is this, and this is what I like people to, to realize is once you pick out your niche and once you build the structure, which is your website, then it's just a matter of keyword research and publishing content and walking away. That's really all it is. And it's being patient. And if you do that consistently, you're going to be able to look at the data that will leave clues. And then you can decide what content you should create next by what the data has said. And that's it. Like that is the model. The other thing that you can do, which we've done this, and actually we have one site right now that's starting to really hockey stick up for growth, is we seeded uh, a site. Basically, we we wanted to uh, you know possibly go into this niche, but actually we did it as an example for our students inside of the academy, and uh, we just basically built the site, got it up and running, put like 13 pieces of content on it, and walked away for a year. So we kind of got it seasoned. So that's the thing. After time has gone on, the site starts to get seasoned. It starts to get a little bit more authority, becomes easier to rank for. We get data and we did that kind of by accident. But now that's one of our strategies that if we want to go into a niche and we don't have time, well, all we're going to do is basically buy the domain, set up our web hosting, get our theme set up and maybe put up 10 pieces of content. And then we would walk away and shelf it. Right? So you don't have to commit to this thing eight hours a day, right? Now, would I say I'd like to see you commit at least three hours a week? Yeah, three hours a week, I think is I think it's doable for a lot of people. And I think in the beginning, it might be a hair more, but then once you get everything built, then it's just a matter of keyword research and content and publishing. Like that's it. So three hours a week is max. And I think we all can carve out three hours a week to do something like this. Now, here's the thing. You may, okay, have something that takes off quicker. And you might get something that takes a little bit longer, but the key here is, is to show up consistently and publish. And that is it. And walk away and don't look at analytics every single day. Like that's a, that's a big one. All right. So hopefully this has inspired you and motivated you and, and allowed you to see like, you don't have to commit to working 40 hours a week on this thing. Now, yes, if you can devote more time, will this go faster? It could absolutely could. I mean, 
common sense says if we put more content on the site, there's better chance of it to rank to have more pieces of content that could bring in traffic. Like it makes sense, right? The more lines we have out there, the more of a chance we have of catching the fish. It's the same idea. All right. So let me just give you a little bit of a recap here. Okay. Part timer. Okay. Side hustlers. If that's you, if you're listening, this is a great example of posting one piece of content per week consistently and it turning into something pretty awesome. Uh, picking a niche that you have some interest in or expertise in can be a benefit, but it's not 100% necessary. Uh, but that is something that could could be a benefit to you. Uh, always thinking about creating a resource for that niche or for that audience answering questions and then committing to one article per week. All right. And that's it. Like that is it in a nutshell. So once again, I hope that this has helped you. I hope this is giving you something to think about because if you're sitting there and you're listening, you're like, man, I just don't think I have enough time or I don't know if this thing is for me. Heck for three hours a week or less with very little startup, you could be building something that turns into a piece of digital real estate that pays you month after month after month and is also building a nice little asset that can be sold if you choose to. Okay. And that's totally up to you. If you're interested in getting the full niche properties insiders, the volume two of this one, uh, then I would definitely recommend you head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash BCA, and you'll be able to, uh, to get all the details on how you would join us in there. Every single month we're doing these. We're doing one of these every single month on top of our, our live coaching calls we do biweekly, plus our training that you get access to in there, our private Facebook community. All of that is inside there to help and support you through this entire process. All right, so if you're interested, niche properties uh, is where you're going to want to spend your time inside of that class, inside of BCA. Again, that's brand creators.com forward slash BCA. Our niche properties class is in there and all of the resources. All right. So guys, thanks so much for hanging out with me here today. I'll be back with you on Friday for a Friday jam session. If you have any questions for me, head on over to takeactioncrew.com, join the email list and send me a question and I'll uh, most likely get back to you or I'll answer it on an upcoming Friday jam session. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, take care, take action, have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now, let's get them. So once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This is always one of the highlights of my week. And until next time, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on. Say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand. Oh, and one last thing. If you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a longtime listener like this one right here from Leanne. She says, content is invaluable. Five stars. Host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship, if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips, and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. 
He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast, and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people, and it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.